0: All
1: right, so you're listening to
0: you're listening to American Public Radio.
2: APR is brought to you by BDSM. Have you tied your testicles to the wall today? and by your local urologist. Did you tie your testicles to the wall today? Call your local urologist immediately.
0: Hello and welcome to Debates with Debbie. I'm your host, Debbie Bloom. I'm sorry that I've been away for the past 18 months, but I've been undergoing a gender reassignment treatment and American public radio wouldn't fire me because they knew if they did, I would sue the living piss out of them. On today's episode, Gibraltar. Originally a part of Spain, Gibraltar became a British territory in 1713. Today, both the British and Spanish governments want control over this small territory. To discuss this geopolitical issue, we have invited two experts to our studio. First, from the University of Madrid, Professor of Foreign Policy, Maria Martinez. Also joining us, the spokesperson for the Foreign Office of the United Kingdom, David Wilberson. Thank you both for being here.
1: Thank you Gracias invitarme.
0: Maria Martinez, we will begin with you. Please explain to our listeners at home who may be unfamiliar with the issue, what Gibraltar is and why it is so important.
1: Gibraltar is a small territory colindante a España que ha pertenecido a este país desde que fue descubierto y cuya cesión a los ingleses nunca fue total en el Tratado de Utrecht.
0: Maria, you have not only thoroughly explained this complex situation, but you have also made at least five very good points. David Wilberson, your rebuttal.
3: Uh, I'm sorry, I I don't fully understand what's happening. I, I don't speak Spanish. I'm afraid the only foreign language I speak is Chinese. But I don't believe it would be appropriate for me to... Time.
0: I will now ask you both the same question, and you will each give me your response. David, we will begin with you. Describe the situation in Gibraltar using only one word.
3: Um, okay. Complex.
0: Maria, same question.
1: No creo que se pueda definir este conflicto con una sola palabra, aunque mi compañero
3: parece que sí puede.
0: Your powerful use of language, Maria, has moved me to tears. Oh,
3: come on! That was way more than one word.
0: You cannot speak out of turn ten points from Britain.
3: Points? What are you talking about points? This isn't a game, it's an intellectual debate.
0: Then make it 50 points, and you have now lost all of your leprechaun tokens that would have helped you significantly in the bonus round. ¿Leprechaun what? Next, I will allow each of you to ask a question, and your opponent must answer to the best of their abilities. Oh, for Christ's sake. Maria, we will start with you.
1: ¿Dónde se dice en el Tratado de Utrecht que Britania podría ser soberano del territorio indefinidamente?
0: David, you have 20 seconds.
3: You know what? Two can play at this game. Here's my question. Ni gan zun
0: Maria, your response. Your words, Maria, will inspire generations of young Spanish women for years to come. That concludes our debate. I am not here to determine a winner, but to be a fair and balanced moderator. However, Maria was clearly the winner. Congratulations, Gibraltar is now officially returned to Spain.
2: What? No, 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 no. You have absolutely
0: no legal authority to do that. Well done, Maria.
2: Ay, muchísimas gracias. That's not legally
3: binding. Stop celebrating.
0: Thank you for listening to Debates with Debbie. That's our show. Maria Martinez can be seen this Saturday evening speaking at Columbia University promoting her new book, How to Win Debates in Spanish. David Wilberson can be seen somewhere in England. Thank you for listening, and remember, a fair mind is a balanced mind. Do you Congratulations. You did I mean, such a wonderful job. No oh, just yeah. fantastic. Stop Can tell us? Stop celebrating.
2: From KEOR in Chautauqua, Colorado, I'm Elizabeth cardigan Shaw. A jaguar has escaped from the Chautauqua Zoo. The zookeepers contend that this is the most interesting thing that has happened to them in a decade, and rather than capture the jaguar, they will simply place bets on how many people it will kill over the next two weeks. The current death toll is 5, and zookeeper Bobby McGill is currently winning. The Dow Jones Industrial Average has changed its reporting system to a series of colors. The color is currently neon orange. This is KEOR, your APR source. A.P.R. is brought to you by Google, the life-threatening hive mind that knows what kind of soap you like, and by...
0: Dove sensitive skin body wash, because sensitive skin like yours needs special treatment.
3: Next time on Digesting the News... Host Michael Goodyear analyzes the legal consequences of firing Special Counsel Robert Mueller. Let's take a listen.
1: Today we will look at the legal implications of firing Special Counsel Robert Mueller. To help us unpack this, we have brought in a group of four Harvard Law professors who also form the barbershop quartet laying down the law. Wait, what? Fast me by one day. Flash those big brown eyes, my God way. damn it, Todd!
3: That's next time on Digesting the News with Michael Goodyear
1: around swear my feet stuck to the ground and though ne- hello from american public radio welcome to peer review the show where we discuss all things science i'm your host dr bartholomew winston the third that of course is not my real name i legally changed my name when i obtained my phd in oceanography from princeton My guest today is Dr. James Hansen, a leading researcher in climate change. He was the head of the NASA Goddard Institute for Space Studies from 1981 to 2013. Dr. Hansen, thank you for joining us.
3: Thank you for having me.
1: First question. You made a significant
3: amount of money from climate change, yes? Um, I've been publishing research on climate change for nearly 40 years. And
1: many in the public believe that your close ties to big publishing have rendered your research unreliable. Your response.
3: Who believes that?
1: I do believe I stated many in the public.
3: Listen, I know that there are climate skeptics, but climate change is happening. Its effects are being accelerated by the use of fossil fuels. The science is very clear on this.
1: All right, we'll explain the causes driving climate change and its effects in five words or less. <laughs>
3: that's impossible. Listen, you're a scientist, right? You can't honestly believe that man-made climate change isn't real.
1: I'll believe whatever my sponsors tell me to believe. On an unrelated note, today's programming is brought to you by ExxonMobil. No, they're not a mobile phone company. They're an oil business. The next time you go to the pump, ask for Exxon Oil.
3: You can't ask for a specific brand of oil at the gas pump. For someone who hates fossil fuels, you sure seem to know a lot about gasoline. Just because I've been to the gas station
1: doesn't mean- Next question. As an employee at NASA, why did you start studying the Earth's climate rather than
3: focusing on beating the Russians to Mars? The Russians? What year do you think this is? Listen, NASA has always studied a wide range of things, and climate change was simply a phenomenon that we began studying in the 1980s.
1: And speaking of the 1980s, today's program is brought to you by BP. No, not Bill Paxton. British Petroleum. Started by an impoverished farmer in the 1980s, BP has gone on to dominate the world's energy market.
3: BP wasn't started by an impoverished farmer in the 1980s? It's called marketing. BP, the world's most responsible oil company. What? BP was responsible for the Deepwater Horizon disaster in the Gulf of Mexico. Deepwater Horizon
1: is a science fiction novel written by Michael Crichton. What you must be referring to are BP's philanthropic efforts to clean all the birds in Texas. BP, producing safe fossil fuels and cleaning birds inexplicably covered in oil since 1980. Why does this program have so many sponsors? I thought this was public radio. It is, but we've fallen on hard times ever since Mitt Romney came in and stole all of the microphones. What? Next question. And what kind of accent is that? British? Because it
3: sounds fake. This is how everyone sounds after graduating cum laude from Princeton. You graduated cum laude in oceanography from Princeton? So why are you sitting here peddling conspiracy theories and denying proven science? You think I want to deny proven science? I have no choice. There's no more jobs
1: in academia. The most money I ever made before this job was working as a manager at a Starbucks. It was such a degrading job for a man with three PhDs. Why did you get three
3: PhDs?
1: It was the 90s! Now back to my aggressive line of questioning. In 1988, you testified before the United States Senate and predicted an extreme rise in temperatures that never came to pass. Explain your embarrassing failure to my audience.
3: No, I wasn't wrong. I gave three different predictions based on three different emission levels. The first prediction assumed greenhouse gas emissions would accelerate, the second assumed they would stabilize, and the third assumed they would decline. The second was the closest what we were experiencing today
1: and you said you had a third prediction
3: yes I had three in total
1: that's the same amount of sponsors that I happen to have are you serious it's called a segue and I am fantastic at them as are my friends at ConocoPhillips. Phillips need reliable clean oil think ConocoPhillips. Phillips
3: why are you promoting three competing companies on one program why did you give three competing predictions during one Senate hearing you know what I'm not even gonna argue with you anymore
1: ha ha victory to dr Bartholomew Winston the third that's our show I would like to thank our guest, Dr. James Hansen, for submitting honorably to my superior rhetorical skills. Join us next week when I yell at Jane Goodall for thinking that monkeys have feelings. Can you guess who our sponsors are for that program, Dr. Hansen?
3: Uh, I don't know. The palm oil industry? Wrong! It's the palm oil industry!
1: From American Public Radio, I'm Dr. Bartholomew Winston III. This has been Peer Review. You're an
3: embarrassment to science.
1: That may be, but ever since I started accepting money from special interests, I've begun earning a seven-figure income. My home has six bathrooms, three of them I've never even seen. How do you sleep at night? It depends on which elaborate bedroom I've decided to sleep in.
2: Today's programming has been brought to you by George Soros just two elections away from stealing your guns and instituting Soviet-style communism in the South. And by Charles and David Koch, just two elections away from making carbon pollution mandatory. This has been an American Public Radio production. Thank you for listening.